Even though I walk through the valley of, of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Psalm 23. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. September has been anointed as the month where we as a nation remember man's inhumanity to man. Demonstrated in savage manner are the horrific terrorist attacks against America in New York, Virginia, and the fields of Pennsylvania. 9-11 has quickly become code for terror and demonic destruction, a day of wrath and mourning that chases the nation it once thought itself unable to be touched by terrorism. 9-11 raised once more the questions that service in our souls when horrible things happen unprovoked to otherwise innocent people. Why? How could God allow this? Does God have an answer to September 11th? For a while, it seemed that we were going to be transformed into human persons that we were meant to be, if you remember back the week after 9-11. The Sunday after September 11th, and the week after, was very different from where we are now. The churches were overflowing. I remember I was at St. Catherine's then. The church was packed, all the masses. A holy hour was packed, and no one wanted to leave. Pornography, the pornographic websites lost membership. Shock ducks were muzzled. Road rage disappeared. And politeness, kindness, and civility took over. We actually allowed people to cut in front of us. People went out of their way to help others. Families stayed home with one another and called members of the family who lived at a distance. And believe it or not, students in public schools prayed, and the ACLU didn't say a word. This is all gone now, evaporated, like Camelot or Brigadoon. But the glimpse of what people could be will not be forgotten, and we should never forget it, what we once were that wake after 9-11. Well, God does have a plan like a loving father and a faithful shepherd, he has provided for us. What could offset the angry, hate-filled face of terrorism, bent on murdering innocent men, women, and children? And in the case of the ISIS, 
burying, burying children alive. How could I have said that? If good is stronger than evil, if love conquers hate, then where is that shown? The cameo of goodness and love which blossomed from the ashes of Daniel 11 has gone. Does anything stand against the evil? The answer is yes. The answer to September 11th is September the 10th. On Friday, September the 5th, we will observe the anniversary of the death of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. It is now her feast day. She who is now Blessed Teresa of Calcutta. Born in Albania on August 21st, 1910, she fell in love with God as a young girl. And when she was 18, she entered the convent of the Sisters of Loreto, an Irish order who taught the well-to-do in various mission countries. And she took the name Teresa, after St. Teresa of Lisieux, the little flower. And she was sent to their novitiate in India. Professed as a religious, she was assigned to teach geography at St. Mary's High School in Calcutta, where affluent Indians sent their teenage daughters. She then became the principal. For 19 years, she labored in love in the school, teaching the daughters of the wealthy. She taught them to love God and love each other, as she loved God. The sisters who served with her back then said she was kind. She was frail health and that she was nothing out of the ordinary. These years were war years, the years of rationing, which combined with the, her delicate health brought on tuberculosis. Sister Teresa was gravely ill and had to return to the novitiate in Darjeeling to hopefully recuperate. It was said by nearly everyone that the days of her active work in the church were over. On September the 10th, 1946, she boarded a train to take her to her confinement. She was very ill, seriously ill. She was constantly coughing. She needed help to get in and move around the train. Her future looked increasingly doubtful. Then, during the train ride, Sister Teresa had an intense call from God, summoning her to a new life and asking her if she would say yes. She was to found the missionaries of charity and serve the poorest of the poor. Sister told God, uh, no, 
that she preferred to stay as she was, as a sister of Loretto, and be as good a sister of Loretto as she could. Mother is known for her stubbornness, and saying no to God indicates a little bit of stubbornness. But God would use that stubbornness later on in life. Now, God has been speaking to her in what is known as a locution, an internal message. He didn't appear to her. He spoke to her inside. And she said no. Since sister would not say yes, God went further. Our blessed Lord appeared to her, an apparition, on the train. And he had the Blessed Virgin and some other saints as backup. Sister surrendered. And she said yes. As Mary said yes to the Archangel Gabriel. Then she made a mistake. I recommend to you not to make the same mistake. If God appears to you and tells you he wants you to do something, don't ask why you. Sister Teresa did that. She asked God why he had chosen her to found this new order of all the possible other people. Why he chose her? Then he told her why. He couldn't do otherwise. It's truth itself. So he told her why. Mother Teresa founded an order which grew into a worldwide order of religious women, priests, brothers, and laity. She helped the poor all over the world. She was constantly voted the most admired woman in the world. She won the Nobel Peace Prize. She received the Congressional Medal of Honor. And she was made an honorary citizen of the United States, as Winston Churchill had been. The UN honored her. The former Soviet Union decorated her. She asked Christ, why me? So he told her why. Christ told her, I chose you to found this order because you are the most incompetent person that I know. That should give us all hope. The most incompetent person that he knew. St. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians, God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world to bring to nothing things that are. Mother Teresa 
will recall this moment of September the 10th and write, when that happened, the only thing to do was to say yes. The message was quite clear. I was to give up all, give up all, and follow Jesus into the slums. To serve him in the poorest of the poor. I knew it was his work, and that I had to follow him. There was no doubt that it was to be his work. I was to leave the convent and work with the poor, living among them. It was an order. I knew where I belonged, but I did not know how to get there. In 1948, she secured permission to live outside the school and serve the poor of Calcutta. She soon left the Sisters of Loretto and founded her own congregation, Missionaries of Charity, who were approved by Pope Pius XII in 1950. Her work was summed up in her own words. We are not here for the work. We are here for Jesus. All we do is for him. We are first of all religious. We are not social workers. We are not teachers, not nurses or doctors. We are sisters. We serve Jesus and the poor. We nurse him, feed him, clothe him, visit him, comfort him in the poor, the abandoned, the sick, the orphan, the dying. All we do is to Jesus. She was the missionary charity per excellence to all the world. She brought love where there was hatred, harmony where there was discord, truth where there was error, hope where there was despair, and joy where there was but sadness. Surrendered, surrounded by human misery, pain and not poverty, she lived a life of joy. Mother said it was the time spent before the Blessed Eucharist that enabled them to smile when confronting the evils of society. And what a smile. Mother could not be intimidated by terror. I told you a God would use her stubbornness to his advantage. A gentlewoman, nevertheless, she was a woman of great faith and a woman of steel. It happened that one of her convents in Lebanon was right on the front of the battle during the Civil War in Lebanon. Guns and bombs were being heard close by. In fact, a mortar landed in the front yard of the convent. Shooting not far from the convent itself could be heard. The superior then put in an emergency call to mother and told her they were being bombed and that she should order the convent closed and bring them back 
to Kakara at once. Mother Teresa replied, Sister, when you are dead, then call me. And she hung up. The comment was untouched. Though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mother not only prayed these words, she actually believed them. She believed them. September the 10th and September the 11th, two dates in human history of the world. September the 10th, September the 11th. I have no doubt which date will triumph. In the Father and Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.